Good morning, everybody. The share should be for a refuel. Have to change it over now. Okay, so we are now um, on the bottom, towards the bottom of Ches Salman Um We are four lines in the middle from the very, uh, there are three different sections here of width. We are four lines from the bottom of the middle section. So from Galil Omer. So we, that's where we're starting. We have some really amazing stuff to uh, to discuss about the Seder, about uh, the concept of B'nai Israel taking all the Kesef, the gold and silver from the Egyptians before they left. Why they need to attain material wealth before they start the journey of becoming a nation. Fascinating stuff. We'll probably get to this stuff tomorrow. But let's at least start the Gemara now so we can discuss some topics off the daf today before we get to those um, juicy topics. So the Gemara discusses about Gamliel Omer. If you remember back in the Mishnah, way back when, before we did all the Agadah, the Mishnah discussed three different opinions as to why or when is the last time someone can say Kriya Shema at night. We saw the sheet of Rabbi Leezer who says in Atzof HaShemur, are we shown until the end of the first watch, which would have been on a perfect day until 10 p.m. We saw according to the Chachamim until Chatzos, until midnight, you can say um, Kriyashma. And according to Rabbi Gamliel, until dawn. And we said the whole Machlokas is really what is Bishach Becham, when you go to sleep. Is it the time that one is asleep, which would take until dawn? Or is it the time until one goes to sleep, which would either be the first third of the night, according to our lezer, or according to the Chachamim, the first half of the night. Because again, the time parameters of Shema are unique in that it's not day and night, but rather B'Shach B'Chav Kamecha, when you go to sleep and when you arise. The Gemara starts now. Amar Rebbe Yehuda, Amar Shmuel, Halacha K'Rabbe Gamliel. The Halacha is like Rabbe Gamliel, that L'Chatchila, meaning a priori, one person can go ahead and say Kriya Shema at night until Alos HaShachar. The Gemara continues now. Now, by the way, this, this opinion, when we say that Halacha is like Rabbi Gamliel, who is this to the exclusion of? Meaning, does this mean Halacha is like Rabbi Gamliel compared to the Chachamim, that the Chachamim say you can only say Kriyat Shema night till midnight, whereas Rabbi Gamliel says you can stay until Chatzos? Or, that's how the Rosh learns it in the Rashba, and they say Lechatchila, one can go ahead and say Kriyat Shema night until dawn. With the proviso that one shouldn't eat beforehand until you say Kriyat Shema, because if you eat, it's more likely to make you tired, you may fall asleep, when you wake up, the sun is already shining, and you already missed your chance to say Kriyat Shema at night. The Rambam says, no, this is not, when we say that Allah is like Rabbi Gamliel, means to the exclusion of Rabbi Eliezer, meaning the Rabbi Eliezer said until 10 o'clock. That's the wrong definition of going to sleep. It's not the time when one goes to sleep, but rather it's the time that one is actually physically in the horizontal position and laying down. So when we say, and this is how the Rambam holds, that when we say that Halach is like Rabbi Gamliel, it's the exclusion of Rabbi Yezer at 10 p.m., meaning the Sofa Shemur Rishona, but not, according, not to the exclusion of the Chachamim. It's still the best way the Chachil would be until midnight, but if you have to, you can go ahead and say it until, until uh, dawn. And in fact, this is how we pass in the Shulchan Aruch says, really, the Shulchan Aruch says in the Reish Shalom and Aleph, the Chachil at Tzorach Likros Kriya Shema Miyab Chachavim, once the stars come out, once you go ahead and say Kriyat Shema at night, Uzmana at Chatsi Halayla, really, the Shulchan Aruch says, once you say Kriyat Shema by Chatsos, by midnight, 
Bimavar, however, if he missed it, and for whatever reason, he he got late, and he missed the chance, as long as you say Kriyat at night, before dawn, you're Yotze. So really, we do Paskin like Rabbi uh, Gamliel, that you have until dawn to say Kriyat at night, but the best option is really to be Choshesh, to be suspect for the Shita of the Chachamim, and say it by by uh, by midnight. Okay. Even, even if you went to sleep, you said no, you no, no. This is as long as you didn't go. To no, sleep. no. If you went to sleep and you woke up before dawn, you should still say it. Meaning you didn't you didn't say Kriyat Shema night. You fell asleep. Right. And you woke up at four a.m. Yeah. And dawn is at five a.m. You should still say it. Stay Kriyat Shema. It's still part of the. Correct. Correct. Okay. So now the Gemara continues. Now Tanya. So now we're going to have a, a, a question about. Um, we're going to see something now about the definition of day and night. Tanya, Rem Shimon ben Yochai Omer. Listen to this. There are those times where a person can say Kriyashma twice. The key word here is Balaila at night. Ron just said the guy woke up. Dawn is at 5 a.m. He wakes up at 4.58. Says Kriyashma because he didn't say Kriyashma at night. He fell asleep. And now he says Kriyashma before dawn at 4.58. And the second one at 5.05, meaning after dawn. He said two Kriyashma within a seven to eight minute period. He fulfills his obligation of Shema. He completes his obligation for saying Kriyashma at night because he said one at 4.58 a.m. right before dawn. And he says the second one at 5.05 or 5.10 a.m. And he said both of them. So therefore he's Yotze Kriyashma Yom from the later one. And from Lila, from the one he said before dawn. What's the obvious question? And the Gemara is going to say now. Excellent, thank you, Jack. It just said We just said the Bryce to start off by saying there are, I'll give you an instance where you can fulfill Kriyashma by saying it twice at night, before dawn or right after dawn, and you don't say the Kriyashma of the day and night. What do you mean the day? You just said you can read it twice at night. So if you're calling after after Alos night. How would you fulfill the mitzvah of Kriyashma during the day? Sunrise. So the well, sunrise is, let's say, f- half hour later, right? If it's not yet sunrise, you're saying it after Alos, good point, but before sunrise. So the question is, you just said it's, it's Lila, and now you're saying you're Yotze. So the Gemara says as follows, Hagufakasha, this is inherently a contradiction. Amrit, Parmim, you just went ahead and said at the beginning of the Brisa. One can go ahead and read the Kriyashma twice at night. Alma, we see from this, and the example was right before dawn or right after dawn. Alma, that you're still calling right after dawn, you're still calling at night. There's brachas here if you want. Right? right? That you're still calling after dawn, nighttime. And yet, in the same breath, and then the next line, the safe of the brace, it says, Shiyotiban so in these two readings, alma yimamu. And if you're gonna tell me with that second Shema that you're saying after Alos, you are Yotzi the Kriya Shema of day, Alma Yimamu. We see that we're calling after Alos daytime. So which is it? You can't you can't straddle both sides of the fence. It's right after Alos night, in which case you're able to fulfill your mitzvah of Kriya Shema at night, assuming you missed it that night until now. Or, or, and the sec- or is, and the second one, you're saying afterwards. So the second one, if you're calling that night, then how could you fulfill your obligation during the day with that Kriyat Shema? So the Gemara says, Lo, Leolam Leilahu. Really, it's consider night. It's consider night. Vahad Dikari Leyom. Why do we call this second Kriyat Shema that you're saying right after dawn 
even though really, in essence, it's really nighttime, why do you fulfill the mitzvah of Kriyash Mashayom? There are those, there are people who are getting up at that time. Beautiful. What do we say normally? And Tosas points this out. Every mitzvah is defined by day and night. That's the difference by Shema. Shema doesn't say during the day. It says B'Shach B'cha U'V'Kumecha. Tefillin, Tzitzis, has nothing to do with B'Shach B'cha U'V'Kumecha. Day and night. Right? All, all the mitzvahs that are time-bound, that have a specific time, it's day or night. Only by Shema, it's not defined so much by the celestial beings, whether the moon is out or whether the, the sun is out, but rather B'Shach B'cha, when we go to sleep and when we wake up. So since, even though technically speaking, Five to ten minutes after dawn, as Ron was pointing out, five ten. Let's say dawn is five o'clock, and it's now five ten. Technically, it's daytime, but the reason so that's why it's called Yamama, it's day. But why do we call it night? Because as far as Shema is concerned, we're talking about the context of Shema. People are still sleeping at five ten a.m. when dawn is at five. We're not getting up then, so it still fits the criteria of B'shach B'cha when one is laying down. So you can fulfill the mitzvah of Kriya Shema at night even though technically speaking, based on the, on the celestial beings, it's daytime. Everyone clear with that? Okay. Before Nates. Before Nates, 100%. Before Nates, after Nates, people are getting up already. Right. But you have plenty of people seek and so on and so forth. But, but Amut Shachar, which is dawn, which, correct. So the, the time frame we're talking about right now is right after Alos Shachar, or Amut Shachar, which is dawn, but well before Nates, well before the actual sun rises up. Okay, now. Yes, but you can't, what we're going to see, what you cannot do is say both right after Amun HaShachar in that time frame. Understood. So Correct. You, you can say one within eight Amunda minutes of each other. Correct. Not even an hour, 20, 15 minutes well, later. But what you can't do is you can't do both right after Alos HaShachar and say at least you have to do one before HaShachar. And Amr of Achim, Rechini, Amr of Meshur ben Levi, Halacha, Rabbi Shimon Yochai, and the Halacha is like Meshur ben Yochai who says one can go ahead and say Kriya Shema, um, even after Alos HaShachar, even though it is still nighttime and you will fulfill your mitzvah of Kriyash Shema during the day. I want to do one more of this and then we're going to have some fascinating questions. So Ikadamasni, there are those who learn it a little bit different, even a bigger Kiddush. Lahad Rav Achabar Chanina Adesanya. Some who learn the Bryce as follows. There's another Bryce that says, Shumimimichai Omer Mishumimimikiva Pa'amim Sha'adam Kare Kriyash Shema Shtei Pa'amim Bayom. Not Laila. Before we're saying, you're saying one before Alos and one after Alos. One before dawn and one after dawn, it's both considered nighttime. Now we're going to give a little different scenario. You're saying both Shema's achas during the day, okay? Achas kodam anetzachama, one right before sunrise, Marty, but after dawn. Achas and the second one is after sunrise. So the, the Bryson we just did a minute ago, the two Shema's were straddling dawn. Now they're straddling both sides of Nate, sunrise. And we say that you can say Kriya Shema twice during the day, meaning once right before sunrise, one right after sunrise. Now we're saying a tremendous Kiddush, that you can actually fulfill, if you slept the whole night, you fell asleep and you didn't say Shema the night before, and now it's right before Nates. It's well after dawn, but right before Nates, you can, and then you say the one after Nates, 10 minutes later after sunrise even though both are technically during the day, because we decided based on the celestial beings, you can still fulfill the mitzvah of Kriya Shema, the night that just passed, and the day that's about to begin. And the Gemara is going to ask the obvious question, I'll go for Kasha. this is inherently a question. The period between dawn and sunrise is sometimes considered night. Good. Sometimes considered Good. 
Again, not so much night and day in as much as Bishach Bukhav Kumecha, because... Is it also considered Benish Mashos? No, so Benish is a totally different thing. But it's similar concept. That's what I mean. Similar concept, but most mitzvahs... We'll get to there. We're going to get to different stages, even within that, when you can start Mishayakar, and you have different... We'll, we'll get to that. But, but no one says that... The major difference is that there's a sheet of Rabbi Yossi who says that, we discussed this in the past, that Ben Hashemashos Keheref Ayin is one second... No one says that between, Benash, between uh, Dawn and, and Alos is one second, but the, the, even the whole status of Benash Mashos, we assume it's just a Durabun status, because it's a Suffolk. We don't know it's if it's night still, or day. It, it's also still based on the sun. Correct, correct. Right, but now keep in mind we're not really, right. Okay. So now the Gemara says, this is inherently a question. There are those times where you can say that someone's going to read Shema twice during the day. Alma, so the, and the case was we are straddling both sides of Nitzchama of sun, sunrise. Alma, we see from here clearly that Kodem Nitzchama is still considered Yamamahu, It's still considered day because you said you're reading it twice during the day. For Hodar Tani, then the end of the sefer you say, and the price says you fulfill your obligation. Once during the day and once at night, which means that the night before Kriyatshma, you are now Yotze with the Kriyatshma, your rendition that you're saying after nights. So it's inherently a stira. So we see that, that after Nates is still considered night. So how do you fulfill the mitzvah? The Gemara says, Lo, Yimamu, really? The Olam? That, that last point, after Nates is now also considered night? No, that's He's, considered day. But the one, the Kriyat Shema that you said right before, before Nates, after Alos, you're saying it's counseled the night before. Right. So that should be, though, we're saying that you, you can read the Kriyat Shema twice during the day, and you fulfill one day and one night. So how can how can that be? How could you call it that you're? Also how can you call it that you're calling the saying the Shema twice in the daytime? And and then one and we're saying with that two daytime readings, you're fulfilling the Mariv, the Kriyat Shema of the night before Lila. That's Lila. So you can't have it both ways. So the focus should be on Beshich Bechau Vekulah. So let's see. Not the not day and night. So let's see. So the Olam Yimamu. The Gemara says really, it's both are considered days. Even before Nitzchama is considered day, before, uh, but to Ayal's point, and that why we're calling it nighttime, even though it's after Alos, but before Nates, there are those people who are still sleeping, and since there are still those people who are still sleeping, we're going to call it Bishach when you're laying down. And therefore, as far as Kriyat is concerned, you can fulfill the nighttime Kriyat Shema, even though you're right. You look outside, and the sun is just starting to come up. It's still Alos, it's not yet, it's after Alos, it's not yet Nates, but that quasi-period now, you can go, go ahead and be fulfilled that mitzvah, uh, because b'shach, b'shach, people are still sleeping. And in fact, this is in fact how we, how we paskin, that a person can fulfill the Kriya Shema at night, after Alos HaShachar, even though it's still day. Okay, now, um, before we get to this next, this next line, just a couple of interesting questions that come up now. So the Mara Cohen, who was of Shlomo Cohen of Vilna, maybe some relation, maybe you're named after him, Shlomo, um, if you trace your roots back to Vilna. So he says something really amazing. In the back of the Gemara, he says something amazing now. Let's say, let's say now, dawn is 5 a.m. And you wake up, Ron's example, you wake up at 4.58. You're not going to have time to say a full Marv. You didn't daven Marv. Forget about Kriyashma. You didn't daven Marv. You fell asleep. You planned taking a half hour nap. You thought you set your alarm. You didn't. You wake up. You wake up literally 
Two, it happens all the time, by the way, on the morning of a, of a, of a fast. You always wake up or for your alarm a couple, because you know you have to get up, wake a couple minutes early before the alarm even goes off to, to eat a little bit before the fast, presuming you had the intention the day before to do so in any event. So it's 4.58, you're not going to have time to daven mariv, a full mariv. He says, it's better, what would you say now? If you can't daven mariv beforehand, so what, what, do you say the whole mariv? He says, no, just say Shmona Esrei. Because Shmona Esrei, the Ma'ariv is defined by day and night. But you can say Shema afterwards, because Shema is not defined by day and night. Shema is defined by Shach B'chav Kumecha. And since at 501, even though it's technically daytime, you can't have in Ma'ariv anymore, mm. you can still say Shema because you still have B'Shach B'cha. So this is a practical application of the Salacha. If you're not going to have time to do both, meaning you're not going to have time to say a seven-minute tefillah, because it's two minutes, just start with Shmon Esrei, and we, we had this thing before, as long as you start in the proper time. Remember we had by Bilam, he said, Kalem, what could he have possibly cursed Bnei Israel on that 158,880th of a second? And the Arachal Shulchan says, as long as the curse started at that time, based on that, as long as the tefillah started in the right time, you can finish. Shulchan Aracham, Mishnah Baruch Magnavram, don't hold like that, but at least the Arachal Shulchan says, if you start at the right time, you can, you can pass the Zaman, as long as you start the tefillah in the right time. So given the example, you have two minutes left, Sunset. Good. So given you have two minutes left, he says, say Shema Nesrei first, then afterwards you'll say Shema. And he says something even more, more astounding. He says, once you're going to say that Kriyat Shema now, 502, listen to this now, once you're going to say Kriyat Shema at 502, because now it's the new day, when does the time of Tefillin start? From Malos. He says you should, re- and we know, we're going to see later on, that anyone who says Kriyat Shema without wearing Tefillin is considered made sheker. You're giving false testimony because you're talking about the tefillin and during Shema you're not wearing tefillin. You're giving false testimony. Says the Marakohen, if you're going to say Shkriya Shema in that scenario at 502, you have to put tefillin on for the marv that you're fulfilling at night. Wow. So the Meshach Chachma says that doesn't make sense. One second. The Meshach Chachma, well, no, you still put it on tefillin. You're putting it on tefillin. You have to make a bracha anyway. But it says you have to put it on for that Shema. Says the Meshach Chachma, no, that statement that one is made checker, one's giving false testimony when you're wearing, when you're wearing, you say Kriya Shema without wearing tefillin, it's only Kriya Shema Shachris. Because there's no, you can't say it's Kriya Shema at night because there's no obligation to wear it at night. So it's almost an inherent stira, says the Meshachach. When you can't tell me, the Mark Cohen says, since you're fulfilling the Kriya Shema at night, but you're saying it during the time when you have to wear tefillin, you must put tefillin on for that Kriya Shema. Otherwise, you're giving false testimony. You know, the inherent contradiction. You're fulfilling the mitzvah of Kriya Shema at night during the daytime hours, 5.02, right after dawn, so go ahead and put tefillin on. So the Meshachachma says he doesn't like that. Another, so meaning that you, it's only relevant, the, the concept of giving me, false aid, this is only if you're saying Kriya Shema during the day, meaning the chiv of the day, uvikumecha, for that you have to put tefillin on, but not for the one at night. Interesting hara by the, by the Marakoyin. Let me ask you another question. I heard this from Rabbi Rosner, it's an interesting question, and that is as follows. If someone, let's just say, for example, the concept of Shomei Ka'ona can work, right? Shomei Ka'ona means I listen to the person who is saying it, and I listen. Either he's my mouthpiece or he's a shaliach. We'll get to that. Two different ways to understand how it works. Either he's my messenger, I point him, or he's actually serving as my mouthpiece. There are a lot of different practical applications. We'll get to that when we discuss that topic. But assuming that Kriya Shema works by it. So let's assume I have two people who are about to listen to my Kriya Shema. And Shlomo wants me to use that Kriya Shema for the Kriya Shema at night. It's 5.02. And Ron wants me to use that, to use that Kriya Shema. My same Kriya Shema that I'm saying and they're listening to. And he wants to go ahead and use it for Kriya Shema in the morning. Can two different people fulfill two different obligations with my same Kriya Shema? So believe it or not, there's, there's a practical application to this. The, the Shulchan Aruch says as follows. I'm, 
Rabbi Sugarman is blo- always blows kolos late uh, after, uh, after uh, everyone's finished. He blows another 30 kolos in Rosh Hashanah. One person missed a tekiah at the beginning of a stage, a uh, beginning of a, of a three-sentence, uh, uh, you know, tekiah shoram uh, tekiah, and the other person missed at the last of above, at the last of a phrase. So can two people use the same tekiah to use it for the beginning of their three... For their own purpose. Or for different purposes. One for the beginning right. of a three-sound uh, phrase and the other one for the last of the three-sound phrase. Says the Shulchan Aruch, this is in Rosh Hashanah, a, a per, a, an individual needed to hear a sound that he was missing at the beginning of a stanza, meaning a three-stanza tekiah, shvarm tekiah, achas one tekiah can be motzi both. Can be motzi both. So it's, it's thought that the Imam says that you can use the same application here, that with one shema, you can theoretically be motzi. Two people can be yotze, even though one's using it for the intention of Kriyat Shema at night, one for Kriyat Shema Shachris, based on this. Okay. No, that's what I'm saying. I'm just give an example, if it was. In other words, correct. That's, that's, I said, if we can say the Shema Kona works. But just the, the concept is an interesting concept. Okay. Why is it that when I start, if I start two minutes before Shema, two minutes before Dawn, 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 I can't continue. You, I can't say my whole it. No, because then you're going to miss Shema Esrei. It will be before. You have to start Shema Esrei before. If, if you start... So as long as you have to... I, No, so then that's what we discussed earlier on, way back when. According to the Archa Shochan, as long as you start the tefillah in the Zman, you can extend past. The Magen Avraham Mishnah Mishnah Brutte. Has the tefillah issue to it? That's why you can't do it in the morning? No, because you're actually going to miss the Zman of Marv. Marv is only until dawn. So if you start the Shemon Esrei, when we say Marv, we're talking about the Shemon Esrei, not the Brachos of Kriya Shemon, everything like that. When we say tefillah, it's the Shemon Esrei. So when you have until, let's just say, the Zman of tefillah ends at 6 p.m., it doesn't mean you can start. Ashray at 559. You have to start Shimon Esrei by 559. Assuming that you can still extend beyond, but at least you have to, we're talking about the, the not the whole davening, talking about the specifically the tefillah. Okay, so the Shimon Esrei, the Amidah. That's a separate, I don't want to get the whole thing about the Zmanim and the Garo. We're going to have to throw you out of here, Alan. So I, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I, I will tell you, I will tell you, I used to, when I lived in Flatbush for one year, those Frankels, I don't know if anyone knows Frankels, it's a minion factory. You wake up 10.30, and uh, if you oversleep, you wake up 10.30, you're early. You're early, for shockers. You're early. Okay. Separate, separate question. You can be Yotze someone else's Shema, though. Okay. No, so that, that's a whole separate... We'll get to there. That was... That, no, that I just brought in the hypothetical scenario. Okay. It's a whole separate... We'll, we'll get to there. We'll, we'll discuss that later on. So now the Gemara continues. Kiyosa, Rav Yitzchak Bar Yosef, from Yitzchak, came to... From Eretz Yisrael to Bavel. Omar, he said, that which he said, that the Lachzum Shimon, that you Yotze Kriyashma of Mariv, even after, not Kriyashma of night, even after Alos, love your favorite Mariv. He didn't say that explicitly. He didn't say that explicitly. Ella, Michlal Damar, rather, it was from an inference. Why? What was the following uh, incident? There was Zugo de Rabbanan. There was these two Tamidei Chachamim, the Shtaker, Bihilula, the Braid, Rabbi Shubin Levi, who got so labedic. And were 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 the mitzvah of simchas chos and mikala to the point where they became inebriated, and they they overslept. So also the kameh, and they didn't say maravin, and they didn't say kriyashma night. Also the kameh, they were levi. They came to shuvin levi that night, but before neitzachama, but after alosa shachar, if they're able to say um, kriyashma at that point and still be able to say the mitzvah of kriyashma at night. All Rabbi Shimon says kedayhu Rabbi Shimon, you lismo chalav b'shasat You can certainly rely. And Rabbi Shimon, at a time of emergency, meaning 
in extenuating circumstances, you can rely on him that you can even say Kriyat Shema of Arvis after Alos. Okay. Now, the Gemara continues and says, Masa Shabbat. Is Onis? Interesting question. So, so there's a discussion whether it's Onus or Shogeg, actually. It might even be Shogeg. Yeah, so there's a discussion. We'll have to get to that. I, I, you know, it's funny you know me so well. I was actually going to go do a whole thing on Shechus in the Halacha, but I'm going to save till we get closer to Purim. I'm getting closer to Purim. I have something from the Rav that's going to blow all your minds for Purim. So that's a little plug for three weeks from now. It's just so he wants to say something. Yeah, Rav Gamliel, Rav Gamliel, onto our mother Shachar. He's saying even if based on what we just said, this is not right. This is based on what we just said. This is Shuvan Levi. They asked. So again, this is in a unique situation where your Shasad Chak, if you can rely on this Rabbi Shimon. Because he said that it's still considered b'shach b'cha even after. It wasn't brought in the Mishnah, you're right. But the, the Brysa brings another opinion. Yeah, Shlomo. No, just saying that it was probably Osli for Mitzvah Pantam in the Mitzvah. Not that he's an onus, that they, they, why didn't they say it before they got drunk? Okay, these are, these are yeah, I mean. The Mitzvah is not to get drunk. The Mitzvah is not to get drunk, by the way. By the way, even on Purim, the Rambam says you should drink a little bit. Even when Chayvim Shusumi had to lay out the Ben Arulam and Baruch Mordechai, Gemara Megillah Dav Zion discusses that. That's still only, even there you're supposed to get, quote unquote, supposed to get drunk. The Rama says, take a little bit. You get a little tipsy. It doesn't say get, get drunk to the point. So I don't know if anyone could say that, getting drunk to the point where you're uh, missing mitzvahs. Yeah, yeah, there you go. All right, Jack and I are starting an anti-alcohol campaign. Okay. We're not going to be very popular, Jack. Okay. It's not called Adelaide. Right. You're like the AOC of No, does, exactly. When you're asleep, you don't have the, the you're not cognition. All right. Alan's giving share right after this about all the, uh, r- the reasons to go ahead and get drunk. Okay, now. Master Shabbat Banov. Okay, the Gemara continues. Now, I don't understand. The, the children came to, to Rameshua uh, and Levi, and they said, uh, uh, Rabbi Gamliel, sorry. They came to him. The mission says they came to him and said, what do we do? We, we missed, we came, we came back from late from party. Do we say Shema now? So you're telling me that his children didn't know his halacha until they came to this situation and they found themselves in a matzah where they had to know what to do? They didn't know what he said? So he says, You're telling me that, <laughs> that his kids didn't know what his own, own father said until they found themselves in a difficult situation? They had to ask him? No, this really what it means to see. Rabbanon We know the Rabbanon argue with you and they say you can't really say Kriyashma until Allah says you say really. They say to say it only until Chatzos, until midnight. And we also know that we have a klal, we have a general principle throughout Shas, Yochid Verabim, Malachah Karabim. Whenever there's someone argues, right, there's a lot of different, when Yochid and Rabim, uh, Rabbi Kiva Mechaverev, we always paskin like Rabbi Kiva, where Ervin says. So there are always certain rules, and we're going to see that it's going to come practical tomorrow about Rabbi Kiva and his friends. But for this, we know that there's certain rules set in stone. You have a halacha of machlokas, one versus many. We paskin like the many. The, might, the mighty went out. So if that Akri Rabbi Mahato, so if that's the reason, if that's the case, we know what you say. We can say until Alos. But we're sort of coming now in a bad situation, it's past Chatzos, and we know that whenever there's a machlokas between uh, Yachid and Rabbi, you pass them like the Chachamim, and since the, the Rabbi and the Chachamim say you can only say to Chatzos, what do we do now? So, or do we say, or they were saying, this is what their thought process was, or what they were saying to their fathers, maybe inherently, really, Ekroni, the, the Rabbanon hold like you, that really you have until Alosa Shachar, Fahaydik Ami, and that which they said, until Chatzos, just to go ahead and put a siyag, a barrier, to distance a fence so that you don't go ahead and violate the mitzvah. But really, they hold like you. 
So what is it? Can we say this now? What was their thought process? Meaning, Rabbi Gamliel, our father, what was the Chachamim's thought process when they said until Chatzos? Was it that they really argue with you inherently? Or no, they agree with you, but you know what? They know that, that man is, can falter. We're going to go to sleep. We're going to get involved in activity. You know what? Don't wait until 5 a.m. Do it now. Then go take care of your activity. Watch your ball game. Go to sleep. Learn it late. Whatever it is. First do the mitzvah. So Gemara says, Amr Lehu, Gamliel told his children, Rabbanan kevasisvirli. Lehu, they really hold like me. They really hold like lechatchila minatora. Sorry, not lechatchila, minatora. You can go in and say Kriya Shema at night until alosa shachar. Therefore, v'chayovim otem likro. V'haydika armi at chatzos. Ay, if they really hold like me, why did they say until chatzos? Kedilaharchik adam minhavera. Just to go ahead and put a fence up. Okay, right there. Isn't, isn't the, shouldn't the Gemara logically have said that the kids came and said, we know that Allah is like the Chachamim Lechatchila. But B'diyevit, can we follow your opinion? That's logically what the answer should have been. Why did the Gemara go into this whole separate... Logically, it should have been that they said, say again? Lechatchila, we know Pops, we know the Lechatchila, we follow the Chachamim. Okay. But B'diyevit, we're stuck, so we would never follow your opinion, but B'diyevit... But that's exactly what they're basically asking. That's what they're saying. What they're saying is the Gemara... Do you hold like me? Are they making our So the Gemara's wondering what... the, the. the, the genesis for this whole paragraph here is what does that mean they're coming to him they don't know what their father they're, they're tamid they don't know what their father's opinion so they're saying they, they know there's a machlokas and really we're supposed to hold like the chachamim the question is what does the chachamim hold right? that's what they're saying what was the chachamim's thought process when they argue you was it a real in, you know in essence they agree, disagree with you entirely or no they agree with you in which case we can rely on you now because they agree with you just lechatchila they differ lechatchila they say to put a siyag in there that's all it's saying Okay. See, I, now, really I think they needed a reason to get drunk and go to a party. There you go. You, you, go Alan, you have someone for your share. So now, <laughs> so the Gemara says, and so they say that not only, not only, um, did I? Oh, I, I skipped something, by the way, before. Um, I skipped something before, by the way. I was wondering where we get to this. Let me just finish this line and go back. I, I skipped a line in the Gemara. But anyway, we're going to say now, um, so not only do they say this, meaning not only do they say this over here, um, you know what, actually, let's go back, let's go back a line. I skipped earlier, it says, I, I apologize, I skipped a line. We said before that, that one can go ahead and say, after even though it's still day, and I skipped, as long as you do not say, meaning you can say, after Alos, but you cannot say the bracha of Hashkivenu. Now we're going to see late on the te- later on, and Yud Aleph, that we know that there are brachos before Kriyashma and brachos after Kriyashma. And in total, there's two and one in the morning, two brachos before, one after. And then at night, there's two brachos before and two after. So Hashkivenu, we said before, is part of the brachos afterwards. And that we said, I isn't that a, a we have to so mechgeula letfila. Don't we go ahead and we have to have right after Shema, we have to go straight to Shema Nesrei? So isn't Hashkiveinu a hefsek? We said, no, it's Geula Richta. It's like a long Geula. It's like a uh, lengthy Geula. So the question is a couple things. Let's discuss a couple things about Hashkiveinu. And that is as follows. The, the Hashkiveinu, when we say you cannot say Hashkiveinu, it says here, you can say Kriya Shema. Assuming you're saying Kriya Shema after dawn, don't say Hashkiveinu. Does that mean you can't say the whole Hashkiveinu or just the first sentence? Because what does the first sentence mean? Hashkivenu, let, let, let us go down to sleep tonight in peace. 
So the rush brings down the Meretz Geos that says, when I'm talking about this, it just means the first Pasuk, but you still say, V'saknenu Beitz HaTovah, you still continue the rest. Whereas, um, not from Rashi. Rashi. Rashi says you say, you skip the whole thing. Correct. Rashi says you skip the whole thing. The rush brings from the Meretz Geos, you just skip the first Pasuk, but the rush also disagrees, because the Gemara doesn't say that. It just says you skip Hashkivenu. So let's just talk about a couple things about Hashkivenu. So in general, Hashkivenu we say at night, and we say that there are seven brachos a day related to Kriya Shema. Two in the morning before, one afterwards, Gal Yisrael, two before at night, and then you have Gal Yisrael and Hashkivenu. So why are there seven brachos in general? Where do you get the number seven? So Rashi brings down, according to Yushalmi, Sheva brachos, Halu Hashem, Sheva Bayom Hilal Ticha. The the uh, Tehillim, Dovna Melech, brings down that seven times a day I will praise you. So these are the seven brachos that Rashi says, the, these seven Tehillos, these seven praises are referring to this, to these seven brachos. The question is, why do we have four and three? Why not just, why not just make it four and four? In other words, or if you can say they have to have seven, why four at night, why three in the morning? So there are a couple answers. The Rokech says because um, you have tzitzis during the day, which you don't have at, at night, so therefore you have an added mitzvah, so it's okay. But there's an interesting, um, the Rokach says, and we're going to discuss this concept as well, as we have four at night and three during the day, and we know that in halacha, the night precedes day. And we know there's a very, very well-known concept of zrizin makdim in the mitzvah. The first opportunity we have, we go ahead and we show alacrity, we show zeal, enthusiasm, we go and we tackle the mitzvah head on. And if you have a chance to do more mitzvahs at night, which is the beginning of the halachic day, go ahead and, go ahead and, uh, and do that. Now, what is the bracha that we, that we end? Shomer Amo Yisrael Ad. We end Hashkivein with the words Shomer Amo Yisrael Ad. Hashem should provide Shmira. What is the reason for that? So the Torah in Orachim says, we need at night certain protection from those who come to damage us. Remember we said that anyone says Kriyat Shema is like you're having a double-edged sword. We say that it causes those who try to harm us to stay away from us. And so go ahead, we, we said it's because Lila is a time of, especially in the olden times, right? Used to, it was a little bit different than today, but it's certainly more of a precarious time at night than it is today. And so we say, Shomer Yisrael Oad. What do we say on Shabbos? What do we say on Shabbos? Ha-pare sukkah shalom. We don't say the exact Shomer Yisrael Oad. And why is that? Because the Torah also says, because on Shabbos you don't need Shmira. Shabbos says, inherent Shmira, we say, Vishomu Vinesel Shabbos. Anyone who's, who in, what keeps the Shabbos has already an inborn Shmira, and therefore you don't need to go ahead and say the same Pasuk, Shomer Maisel on Shabbos. What happens if you do say that on Shabbos? What happens if you're, you, you know, unfortunately, a lot of us daven by rote, and we're just a little tuning out, and you say the wrong ending for the bracha? On, on, so what, what, what do you have to do? So do you have to go ahead and, and repeat it? So the. Um, the the uh, Mishnah verse says as follows: Im niskar dibor. What happens if you said the wrong bracha? Im niskar dibor. You went ahead and within what's toke de dibor? Three, Three four seconds. Shalom alecha, Rebbe Yomori. Right in the time that it would say to say to someone to your Rebbe, Shalom alecha, Rebbe Yomori. In those two two and a half seconds, three seconds, if you remember right away. Then you can go ahead and just add the correct bracha. But if not, but if shak de dibor, but you extended and you realized after three, four seconds you made the wrong bracha, you do not have to go ahead and repeat the uh, the, the, the bracha. Now, um, so on Shabbos you're, you're you're fine. What what happens in the case where one was unable to say the nighttime kriya shema with the brachos? You didn't have time. You're saying it now. You have to say kriya shema afterwards for whatever reason. You were in a in a, in a time pinch and all you could say was kriya shema. And you said I'll get to the brachos afterwards. Until when can you say berchas hashkiveinu? Hashkiveinu means go lay us down, put us to sleep in, in, in peace. So when can you say kriya shema the brachos? So the Shulchan Aruch says, it says you can say the night kriya shema with the brachos 
until Nates, except for Hashkivenu. After Alos, you can never say Hashkivenu. Because even though people are sleeping, it's still Zaman Shechiva, you can't say, lay us down to sleep. The time has already passed. And one last halacha, if you forgot to say Hashkivenu during Mari, for whatever reason you didn't say it, Rabbi Moshe says, until, can you say it afterwards? You, you, you finished Mari entirely. Can you say Hashkivenu? It's nothing to do with the time frame. Did you say, you say Hashkivenu separately? So Rabbi Moshe says, you can say it up until Alos. So the common theme is Hashkivenu, lay us down to sleep, can only be said until Alos. Even though we said you can say Kriyashma after dawn, you can say Kriyashma after dawn, the bracha of Hashkivenu, you normally would say to say it with the brachos, you have two before and two after, but the bracha of Hashkivenu, specifically lay us down to sleep in peace, doesn't make sense. You can, you can still say Shema then because people are still sleeping. Bishach Bacha means, was Machlokas, does mean go to sleep or it's sleeping, already laying down. But to say lay us down in peace, when it's already alos, doesn't make sense. It's already so dawn. No, this is not. This is not based I'm on. I'm just saying, if I'm talking to somebody who does, uh, who's a, does night owls. Okay. Right. Just because Ed is sitting in front of you, it shouldn't. Uh, yeah. So do you, you don't do night shifts, though, Ed. No. You don't do night shifts. No. But no. if somebody worked on. So yeah. So the question is, 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 do we define the night and day differently for the individual? I do not think so. I do not think so. Tomorrow we're going to have, we did the Gemara today, so we have amazing, amazing topics tomorrow. It's the Seder and to this very troubling uh, uh, in- episode of B'nai Israel gathering, borrowing, taking uh, all the gold and silver from uh, the Mitzrim before they left Mitzrayim. Have a wonderful day. Shana, shana.